3: Hi everyone, this is Robert Peter Paul from the Art of Kindness Podcast, live from the Jimmy Awards, the National Musical Theater High School Awards. Fun fact, in high school I played Jay Pierpont Finch in How to Succeed in Business without really trying. I will now sing to you. No, I won't. But stay tuned because we're gonna bring you all the interviews from this exciting night.
5: Oh!
4: Hi everybody, this is Corbin Blue. I am hosting tonight's 2023 Jimmy Awards. Uh, Let's see, high school, I played Ren in Footloose. Oh man. My freshman year in high school. Tell me about that. That was a crazy time. I remember for the auditions, they had us write down the character that we wanted to play most of all, and then write down a second character. Uh, I just wrote Ren for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> and you got it. And I got it. I auditioned with magic to do.
3: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, you've got magic to do tonight, my friend. You are hosting the Jimmy Awards, which is so incredible. As kind of this like high school musical icon, I'm wondering what does it
4: mean for you to now usher in this new generation of high school musical talent? Well, When I did high school musical, I was in high school myself, and I think about how important theater is to me and the arts is to me today as a person, and... and had I not been introduced to it at such an early age and, and had the teachers around me that continued to nurture it and, and had all my mentors and, and encouragement, I, I don't think I'd feel as fulfilled as I do today. So I think that's really what's so important today is we, we are acknowledging and celebrating everything that these students are doing and telling them, hey, keep on doing it. And, and even if you don't walk home tonight as a finalist or a semifinalist, you made it here. And it is all about getting a chance to go up there, be on a Broadway stage, have fun, enjoy, and don't stop. Oh! If you make it here, you can make it anywhere. That's true. Do, Do you, you remember your first time, like ever, stepping on a Broadway stage? Uh, step. Yes, I remember stepping on a Broadway stage. My my first time ever in a Broadway theater, I saw Phantom of the Opera. When I was five years old. Music of the night. Music of the night. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, yeah. And now you're here. These kids are so lucky
3: to have someone to look up to like you. What oh, I'm okay to be here. Well, what you. is your advice overall for
4: these kids hoping to aspire uh, or follow this career in the arts? Of course, we all know it's a tough business. There's rejection. There's no's. If you love doing it, do it for the love of it. It can be difficult when you start to look at it as work. And yes, the work is important, the training is important, the preparation is important, determination, focus, all of those things, all of those hard things. But the second you forget the fun and the love, that's when the performance just goes to all hell. Because if you're up there having a good time, we're having a good time. Even if you hit a wrong note, if you mess up a step... If you're up there smiling and you're having a blast, we're out there too. And as long as you remember that the audience doesn't want to go see a bad show. Yeah. No, one is, no one is rooting for you to fail. Everyone wants you to succeed. Yeah, and it's the same with auditions too. You know, everybody behind the table wants you to
3: succeed. So remember that. I want to let you go succeed and host this show with the most. You're going to have a great time. I would just love if you could end our time together by sharing a tangible kindness tip that you think
4: listeners could incorporate into their day to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, it's always the golden rule. You know, you treat others as you would have them treat you. But, you know, I, I think one thing uh, as, as an act of kindness is always not to assume what anyone else might be going through. And I, and I feel like sometimes when, especially in the theater, you know, we, we're, we're always performing. We're always in front of people and we always have to, you know, have this, this smile on our face. And sometimes there are, there are things that are, people are going through personally. So if you can always just sort of allow that grace to know that someone else might be going through something else no matter what, if you just approach with kindness and gentleness... You might not even realize how big of a difference you could be making in that person's life in that moment. Oh, I love that, and assuming the
3: best intentions, you know. Well, thank you so much. I know that was a random question, but it was great to meet you and break a leg tonight. Thank you so
4: much. Appreciate it.
6: Thank you. Oh my God, I'm freaking out. There's so many amazing people here tonight. My name is Ivana Mozada. I'm in Hades Town right now, and the role that I was playing when I did the Jimmy Awards was Ariel in Footloose.
3: Ooh, we had a Wren here tonight too, Corbin Blue. Are you serious? Yep.
6: Wait, Corbin Blue's here? He's the host. Period. Oh my god, that's right. He's a musical icon.
3: Come on. I know, it's so, so now that you're a Broadway star that everyone just loves and is killing it in Hades Town. What is your advice for these kids with that perspective, having been in their shoes, you know, going forward, I guess, for following their dreams?
6: Hmm. I would say the least you can compare yourself to others is probably the best route for yourself. Um, Remember that art is a part of life that's going to be a constant, so make sure that you're taking care of your body and your brain and your heart and literally your organs. Your life is so precious and we can do so much. You are limitless. There is nothing that you can't do, so don't let anyone tell you otherwise. I love that
3: so much. Everybody listen to that again. Come on. Now, my podcast is The Art of Kindness, so I would love to know if you have a tangible kindness tip that you would love for listeners to take away and incorporate into their day that you think could make the world That's a little breath. better.
6: Wonderful. I would say I've grown. I think everyone can, like, track their growth over the years, and, like, at least if you're wanting to, like, be a more conscious person and be like a, a feel, like, lighter as a person. So I would say, like, staying away from chisme like, or, like, gossip and not, like, we don't need to say anything bad about other people we don't need to like jump on the bandwagon of like if there's a rumor about someone or like bad things because like what does that do for you and you never know what someone's going through so i would say respect yourself by like not involving yourself in anything that doesn't actually serve you in your life
3: i love that so much and i'm gonna let you go but i just would love to know how are you kind to yourself backstage before your performance when you're waiting in the wings
6: backstage could
3: just be candy whatever
6: oh I wish I wish I would say just like taking a little bit of time after the show for me to like really get back into my body I think the hardest part of me when I started my career was like not wanting to take the character home with me because I loved it so much so it's really good to create a healthy boundary between yourself and the character so that you really leave your character at work so that work there's a goal there. You know, you're not feeling emotionally drained by your character and there's a, a disconnect there. Um, which is good. You know, that's important. You're
3: so smart. I could listen to you talk all day. Oh, do you want a podcast, I started, honestly? I,
6: I started one a pandemic and then I was like, this is too much work. Oh my gosh,
3: Broadway podcast Network. we got you. I
6: got worried that I'd get cancelled by like something weird that I would say. I know,
3: I get that all the time, but I'm just weird, so but whatever. I love,
6: it. I love the kindness thing. I think that's so important to just like keep talking about. Oh, you know?
1: thank you. Yeah, we're really lucky to have some but great guests like now. you.
3: Please do, oh, tune in. It was yeah. great to meet you.
1: Hi, uh, my name is Elijah Johnson. I play MJ at MJ the Musical currently, and my favorite High School Musical theater experience is kind of weird. So it's a little bit younger than high school, but my first introduction in entertainment, I was young Simba in The Lion King in Vegas. So oh. that's how I got. So being also at the men's golf right now, my like, gosh, yeah, it's like a full circle moment, which is pretty crazy. And yeah, but just that—that that was my first experience into entertainment, into theater in that entire world. And so now being older, being an adult, coming back to the to theater and Broadway, it's kind of like a full circle moment. It really just makes me so thankful and reminds me how much i love live performance because you know and, and acting in tv it is super rewarding in a different way but there's nothing like being able to perform in front of an audience get their laughter get their you know their their feeling their vibe being there in the theater and just you know yeah just the medium of theater is just so rewarding and so using your imagination it's very just i don't know I, it makes me feel really warm inside and so to be here celebrating that with jimmy's and it's, it's really i love that you know, thinking of the kids that are backstage right now getting ready to go with your
3: wonderful experience and being a Broadway star now, what is your advice for these kids and just streamers in general
1: hoping to follow their passion for the arts? Stay open and stay flexible. The the, the entertainment career path is winding, it is long, and it looks different on everybody. And I think for me in my career, just being able to stay open and being able to pivot and to just stay, stay focused has been the biggest thing. I, I think that's the best advice I can give Anyone who's younger, older, anyone who wants to do this is the advice I would give to myself, my younger self. I love, that. Yeah. I love that so much. Thank you. I'm like stretching. I'm like, be flexible, Rob, be flexible. <laughs> Thank you so much.
5: Hi, my name is Mackenzie Kurtz. I'm currently playing Glinda and Wicked on Broadway, and one of my favorite high school memories, musical memories, I think was playing Mary Poppins and flying across the stage.
3: Do you only fly exclusively in shows?
5: I guess so, you're so right. It's my favorite mode of transportation.
3: (laughs) Thank goodness, you heard it here first. So I know you've been nominated for the Jimmies in the past. As someone who was nominated, what's your perspective going into tonight with these kids? I mean, I guess, what's your advice for them overall?
5: Advice is just to have fun. I mean, I was nominated in 2013 and 2015, and both times I remember being very nervous but super excited to be here, and I really made so many friends that I'm with here today, which is even crazier 10 years later, so my advice would be make those friends and keep in touch with them, hold on to that, because these are the people you're going to be seeing on Broadway probably three years from now or however many years like when they graduate. It's crazy. Yeah.
3: Such a lovely community. My podcast with the network is The Art of Kindness. So I would love to know, Galinda, or Glinda, whatever you prefer tonight, <laughs> what is a tangible kindness tip you have for folks out there listening that you think could just make the world a better place if they did it every day?
5: This is so cliche, but I was just talking about this with my mom recently. And just treat others how you want to be treated, especially in professional settings. Everyone, cast, crew people front of house everyone it's just so important you never know what kind of day someone's having and I think if you just treat others the way you want to be treated day to day it's like you can't go wrong with that I
3: love that thank you so much for talking with me it's great to meet
7: you
5: of course so nice meeting you too
7: I'm Andrew Barth Feldman and I have to say I guess we're here my favorite role was uh, Frank Jr. in Catch Me If You Can which is that is the reason that I was ever here in the first place
3: Okay, So thinking of that perspective, being here now, what is your advice for these kids now that you've sort of lived this life of a Broadway and movie star, by the way? (laughs) No hard feelings about that. Yeah, Hey, please
7: watch No Hard Feelings is my first piece of advice to these kids um, when they're 18. And then also um, that the stakes are never going to be lower ever again. And the worst thing they could do in this moment is not enjoy and take in all that this opportunity has to offer. I mean, I know it changed my life and set me on... Uh, the path that I've been on, um, and gave me the confidence to pursue that. Um, but it's, it was also just so joyful and emotional and overwhelming. It was it was one of the most beautiful, memorable nights of my life. So I'm 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 so glad that this batch of nominees has the chance to have that night too. I
3: love that. That's so beautiful. My podcast is The Art of Kindness with the okay. network, and we just had Laura on talking about no hard oh, feelings. I love By her. She loves you too. I would love to know for you, what is a tangible kindness tip that you think listeners can take and incorporate into their day to just bit by bit make the world better? I know it's coming out of left field tonight.
7: No, no, no. I mean, the first thing you have to do is be kind to yourself. You have the opportunity and, in fact, sort of the responsibility to be your own best friend. And uh, you can't be anyone else's friend, really, if you don't have that kindness toward yourself. And that's Mm -hmm. kindness. That's listening to yourself and giving yourself what you need the same way you would a best friend. That is crucial, crucial, crucial. And it's a thing I'm really uh, focusing on at this point in my life in terms yeah. of...
3: I know it's a work in progress, but what would you say are the ways you do that for yourself when you're on set for a long day or backstage?
7: Oh, yeah. I meditate. I journal. Um, I, I focus on just the parts of my brain that I don't want to, like, listen to, that I want to leave there, and we yeah. all have those parts. And I, and I just give myself some words of kindness, especially, like, what you said on a long day of, like, shooting or, or being on set... It's like, hey, today might not go well. My worth is not defined by this, and I am going to do my best. Yeah. Um, and I, that's another piece of advice I want to give to these nominees is that you might not win. In fact, I can tell you with almost entire certainty that you will not win. Yeah. But you're going to do your best,
3: and that needs to be celebrated. That is a remarkable and beautiful thing. Oh, I love it. I've got goosebumps. That's so sweet. And then just before I let you go, after they come down from this high, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced them. You're probably still on one right now for No Hard yes. Feelings, which I think you're, like, kind of channeling tonight. <laughs> I feel that. Yes. Uh, what's your advice for kind of, like, sitting in that lull after you're just alone and you've been through this whirlwind? Mm.
7: Yeah, again, I, I really do think it's, like, I, I think a thing lately has been, like, oh, I've always been this person. I have always had this body of consciousness that has wanted this thing that I have right now so desperately. Yeah. Um, so what a gift it is to be alone with myself sometimes in that and to be like, wow, this is real. It doesn't just exist in the context of other people and yeah. the context of people seeing this movie. This is something that I've uh, wanted for so much of my life that, that especially when I'm alone, I get the chance to integrate... And observe all of that. Mm. So, so that's a real gift. I love it. You're like
1: looking
3: in the mirror, you're like, this is real! I'm truly, bitch. every day. Every day. <laughs> I love that. Really. Well, I couldn't think of someone who deserves it more. Congratulations. Oh, it, was you, it was great to meet you. great to meet you. Have so fun nice. tonight.
6: Thank you.
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
6: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
6: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>
8: Hi, I'm Alicia Parker. I'm one of the judges of tonight's event, um, and I am actually one of the original judges from the very first Jimmy Award, so I've done it every year since they were put into inception by Mr. Newlander.
3: Wow, how has it been for you to see it grow over these years?
8: So exciting to see the enthusiasm and the fact that so much of our community around the country has gotten behind, wanting to be part of this. Even to the point, like that we, you know, we worked 12 hours yesterday because we had so many people. <laughs> That's
3: amazing. You know, looking at the first event and then now till today, is there a piece of golden advice that you just always have hope these kids will take with them across the board?
8: Absolutely. Uh, and this is one that I know Mr. Scandalius and myself share pick material that is relevant to you you know what at 17 years old you may not have lived to be mama rose yet in gypsy yeah (laughs) so don't try to be mama rose do something that's true to you because when it's true to them it shines across the stage and it's when they are being you know when they're looking to go something bigger than that and they can't own it, it, it really doesn't show their talent off in the same way or the right way. Yeah. It's like
3: wearing clothes that are too big for you or something. You're,
8: right. Swimming in it. Someone you do it. <laughs>
3: yeah. And someone's like, wear this. I love it. That's such great advice. Now, as a producer, you know, wearing that hat, since my podcast is The Art of Kindness, I'd love to know if you have any tangible kindness tips or advice for other producers or just theater makers out there on how they can kind of keep making the industry a more positive and wonderful place.
8: You know, I think that we have some amazing careers in our field that most people don't know about. And I think as an industry, we should put more effort behind making people aware of the incredible careers on Broadway. Um, But beyond that, we're such a small industry. And... It's so important to be so supportive of each other, right? Yeah. It's been an interesting number of years. Last season was very interesting. I'm one of the producers of Chicago and for going on his 27th anniversary. But pre-COVID, everything was predictable. Post-COVID, nothing's predictable. But you know what? You go with the flow and yeah. you talk to your industry friends. And when we look at a night like tonight where everyone comes together to be supportive, it's just so special.
3: I love that. Well, they're so lucky to have you. Thank you for that beautiful, specific advice. That was seriously great. You know, it was so different. I appreciate you. It was great to meet you.
2: Hi, everyone. My name is Justin David Sullivan. I use the pronouns he, she, and they. Um, my favorite high school experience was probably going to our theater competition. festival. It was called Fullerton Theater Festival. It's where all of the high schools in the district would go and present their, you know, 10-minute musical cuts and it, it was just like so magical to be around so many other like high school age theater kids. We would like take a school bus there, and, and we would get to skip school for a couple of days. So I think looking back, those are the memories that I um, that are the fondest in my heart for well, sure. I love
3: that FTF for life. Come on, yes! bring it in. Yes, <laughs> FTF exactly. And now you're killing it in *Anne Juliet*, which was honestly the best thing i saw all season i mean so many wonderful things but i just had the best time at that show you. and you're so incredible in it Thank you so much. being this broadway star now with this high school theater kid still living inside you <laughs> very much so <laughs> what is your advice for these kids here tonight you know even beyond
2: tonight on following their dreams absolutely i would say the biggest if i could like go back in time and give myself advice when i was in high school yeah. it would be that your journey is so unique and so specific to you you cannot compare, there's no right way, there's no formula to getting on Broadway. I didn't go to school for theater. I studied communications in college and all my other friends right. were getting, oh no way! Yeah. All my other friends were getting their BFAs from these incredible programs and I, I was like man, there's like, I'm so behind, there's no way I'm ever going to make it. Um, so I would say just trust the process and know that every single person's journey is completely unique, and I know that's true for me, um, so yeah, I would just say, just work really hard and, and don't give up. I love that, because if you compare, you wind up in despair. Exactly! exactly. Period. I want to let
3: you go, but I would love to know, since we are the Art of Kindness podcast, do you have a tangible kindness tip you can offer listeners that they can incorporate into their day and bit by bit make the world a better place? Oh
2: A tangible kindness tip? I would say, you know, I saw a TikTok once that was like, if you think of a compliment in your head you know, to give to a stranger, just give it to them, because that could probably be the highlight of their week. And especially in New York City, you know, there's all sorts of people that you walk by on the street every day. So I would say, yeah, spread love, spread joy, spread kindness, because the world needs more of it. And you can never have too much. It's true. It's what the world needs
3: now. It's such a a, a truth. Even at Trader Joe's, you just, when you're checking out, be like, I love your eyes. Yeah, no, literally. Sometimes I can take it too far. I'm like, I love you. (laughs) People are like, I am in love with you. I am am in love with you, (laughs) which we are. Thank you so much. It was so great to meet you. It
2: was so nice to meet you, too. Have fun tonight. Thanks, you too. Ah.
0: Hi Robert, I'm Stephanie Clapper and I'm an independent casting director here in New York City and I cast for Broadway and Off-Broadway and theaters all over the country and... The jimmies are probably my favorite time of year and one of my favorite things to do. And you asked me about a favorite high school memory. And I went to music and art here in the city when it was up in Harlem. Now it's called LaGuardia. But I think one of my favorite things, believe it or not, was walking through uh, Convent Park every day. We had to walk up 135 steps with my flute to get to school. And then my conducting class was at the top of the building in the tower, and there was another six floors up and doing that. And why, you ask, was that a favorite memory of mine? Because along the way, my friends and I would catch up on gossip, we'd catch up on things we were doing. And in the school, they had all these beautiful murals that the artists painted. So on the way up, we'd always see all these extraordinary murals in school. I love that. I think we just came
3: up with your podcast, Step by Step, with Stephanie. <laughs> step so by happy. Step.
0: Oh, I like that. I actually am a co-host of a podcast called Someone's Thunder with wonderful actress Angela Pierce. Oh, I love that. Well,
3: tell us at the Broadway Podcast Network. We're here for you. Okay, we'd we'll love to have you on. I would love that. Well, when we're here tonight with these wonderful young artists, I would just love to know, as a judge, for you, what advice do you hope that they take away from tonight? You know, being dreamers and then leaving this magical event, there might be a lull. You know, what would you say to them?
0: Lead with your heart and don't ever forget why you love doing what you do and this is a very strange profession because it does as you said Robert it doesn't happen immediately and it doesn't all happen at once and you have to your like a you have to know, nurture and grow and continue education and continue to pursue your love of different things and that's what feeds you as an artist i
1: love
3: that well since we're the art of kindness i would i'm going to let you go but i would just love to know for you that's not why i'm going to let you go but i'm going <laughs> to no, let you go I, I promise peace <laughs> Well, I just know from my fellow actor friends, I think I've been in maybe for your team. You have such a beautiful reputation of just really treating people with kindness and making everybody feel safe in the audition room, which is not an easy task. And I I really do hear that from so many people. Do you have any advice on tangible kindness tips that you would love for other people in the arts to incorporate into their, you know, daily life?
0: That's an incredible question. I love that question and it it's something <laughs> But I guess part of it is that kindness should not be something that we have to think about. Kindness should be something that inherently comes because we want to make connections with people and make people feel as good as we want to feel. And I think that what we all do, not only as artists, but in life is very difficult if you don't lead with your heart. As I said in my earlier thing, I just think that we're all moving so quickly right now that it's important to take a beat and take a step and really take in the person that you're relating to and not just be looking down at your device all the time.
3: Wonderful events like this, it can be really hard because you're like, what's going on? We are so many people. So that was a great reminder for me and hopefully everybody at home as well. It was so lovely to meet you. Can I give you a hug? Yes, please. Have the best time tonight.
9: Hi, my name is Garrett Hoy. I'm from Palm Springs, California, and my favorite high school memory experience was getting to play Fabrizio, Light in the Piazza, which is what took me to the Jimmy Awards uh, back in 2018. But, yeah. Have you seen the current production at the city center? I ended up, unfortunately, missing it because um, it ended yesterday, but I'm heartbroken, but I can't wait for the slime tutorials on YouTube later. Oh, yeah, for sure. Don't tell them. The slime. Slime is just slime. It's just making goo. So what does it mean for you to be here tonight, you know, with that perspective? I mean, honestly, for me, it's about supporting the contestants from my hometown is the biggest thing, especially because I grew up in a spot in Palm Springs, California. Like, a lot of the local people don't necessarily have the economic means to get out here or to do things, like, without some other kind of sponsorship. And when I came, my teammate, like, the female companion on that trip... It was her first time on a plane, first time ever in New York, and just getting like see her face and like how magical the whole experience was was like I was like, this is what the Jimmy's is about, but yeah, I love that well now do you see any ways that you think
3: theater can be more accessible for people? I think there's a lot of companies and organizations
9: making movements to try and do that. Absolutely, I mean pay your people, you know what I mean? It's like I think in terms of like getting everything accessible behind the table and behind like the scenes for actors and everything, I think that's a big conversation to have. I think also ticket prices and ways so that people from disenfranchised and marginalized communities can see what is usually inaccessible to them. It would be just amazing. Yeah. And
3: lastly I want you to go have fun, but I would love to know what your advice is for these kids beyond tonight.
9: Just take a deep breath and really savor your memories here and use that forward if you continue to work in this industry or not you're going to learn so many like life lessons on this trip and it's things that are going to you're going to take with you for the rest of your life but yeah
10: i love that everybody home take a deep breath <laughs> thank <laughs> you so much hello my name is felix torres ponce i was a 2017 jimmy award nominee and i'm currently working in sweeney todd
3: so what did you get nominated for with the jimmies what role was it
10: yeah I was playing the beast at the time oh. such a fun role that I would never play outside of high school but it was incredible and I loved it and I was nominated for the beast oh my and, gosh, yeah. that's tough with
3: high school there's that website that's like weird beast tumblr I don't know if you've huh. seen it I hope you're not on huh, it if you went to the jimmies you're probably not
10: yeah <laughs> yeah I feel like there's always a beast in the jimmies though I love like seeing like the reoccurring roles and yeah. I feel like the beast is like a staple jimmies character Oh, for sure so that, I'm hoping I see one tonight
3: I hope so How, well what is it mean to you to be here with that perspective coming from being a nominee yeah
10: i mean it's kind of full circle and it's really cool to like think back to what my experience was and how i felt doing this and then now that you know i'm fortunate enough to be working on broadway and can come back and support these students it it feels like a really cool thing and i'm just happy to be here
3: well i mean not only working on Broadway, you're in like one of the biggest blockbusters not only this season, but in the past couple seasons with Sweeney Todd, which I I told you I saw and I loved every second. What have you learned, I guess, from working with these luminaries like Annalie Ashford and Josh Groban?
10: I mean, watching them do their thing has been a masterclass and more. I I mean, since we were in the rehearsal room, it was just so cool to see them work through things, figure things out, and just the whole process was so eye-opening to me, and I'm still learning things, you know, every night, and so just the most wild and Fruitful experience. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, with
3: that in mind, and just overall your experience, what's your advice for these kids tonight, and I guess just dreamers in general on following their passion?
10: Yeah, I think first and foremost, put yourself out there. I I wasn't the most familiar with Sweeney before the show, and I didn't think I was the type of person who would be in Sweeney, and and yet sometimes you're you're perfect for something, and with that, also just be open to learning and open to like what comes your way. Sometimes it's sometimes it's a it's an easy thing to like look too um ahead and too forward into things and too deeply into things and sometimes you just kind of like be really present and open and yeah. i think that's that's my advice
3: oh, that's such beautiful advice yeah. being in Sweden, are you just walking around your house like the 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 choreo and the movement is
10: so amazing uh, yeah i i by no means would call myself a dancer maybe like a movie. Same. but like Stephen Hoggett and the way he does his choreo makes you feel like such a dancer inside,
3: like oh, it's incredible. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm, I'm at home doing it all the time. Well, I'm gonna let you dance on through, but it was great to meet you and thanks for stopping.
11: Thank you so much. Hi, my name is Morgan Higgins. My favorite memory is probably when I did Little Women, just because I love Jo, and um, I don't know, she's just such a heroine, and like it's really like such a feminist, like great story. Um, and I just had such an amazing time doing it. I was young, but like it was just a great like yeah. role and some amazing songs astonishing and, and you know that
3: is iconic that doesn't iconic.
11: love astonishing right
3: nobody now? and if they don't they can go home I honestly. I... <laughs> but we're not going home tonight we're here we're gonna have a good time with the jimmy awards yes. what are you most excited about for being here
11: i have not been back since i was a finalist in 2015 and i am just so excited to see like how the program has grown and like see what the kids do this year i mean i've heard every year is like better and better and it's just gotten bigger and like more awesome and so I'm just excited to see the talent and like cheer them on so with the perspective
3: you have I would love to know what's your advice for these kids right now and also beyond this because I'm sure there's such a high and then there's probably a lull and you're like what am I doing yeah
11: Yeah, so I I did the jimmies in 2015 and I uh, went to school after that and I think something that I would recommend to everyone is like really work hard because like as you get older it does like it does get harder just because like there's a lot of distractions and i think if you just make it a daily practice whether it's like stretching or warming up or like some sort of routine that keeps you like creatively inspired i think that's really important
3: i love that and that's the perfect segue to my next question which is to know if you have a tangible kindness tip something you think people should do every day to make the world a little brighter it could be in the arts or just in general
11: I think it's important that we all like listen to each other and and understand that like everyone's coming from a different place like in their life and um, to have patience because I think today it's like really easy to want instantaneous gratification or just like have a very strong opinion about something and I think it's important that we do listen and like we respect each other.
3: I love that. Well, I love listening to you. Have the best time tonight. It was so nice to meet you. (laughs)